The content you are about to hear is questionable at best. Comedy that touches the line, but does not cross it. It's the Almost Adequate Podcast with hosts Jamie Smet. Someone was giving someone a blowjob in the bathroom. Max Cobb. Such a man, a sweet and salty man at that. And Nathan Bauer. Oh, is that your mom? God, I'm about to be your new dad. You can't say we didn't warn you. It's the Almost Adequate Podcast, Nathan Bauer, Max Cobb, and Jamie Smet. I'm the only one in studio today. We got Max and Jamie going remote. How are you guys doing today? Bad. Objectively terrible. <laughs> so Jamie was just telling us a story about how she hung out for like 10 hours with a bunch of people yesterday, went to a bar, went to a friend's house, all during a pandemic, mind you, and uh, she only had one beer. And a glass of wine. I did remember the glass of wine all right. later. And but... she was fucked up. And now she's hung over for the two drinks that she had. You hear that, boys? You only have to buy her one drink. She just might go home with you. If you put the right stuff in it, I definitely will. Were you roofied? Is that no. why you feel bad? <laughs> yeah, Jason roofied me at the bar last yeah. night. You know what you got to start doing, Jamie? Just take a roofie every night till you build up a tolerance. Oh, that's a good idea. Honestly, that's a great idea. Like, if, if you, Ladies, if you don't want to get a roofied at the bar, roofie yourself at home. You understand <laughs> yeah. the effects? You know what's going on? People do it with snake venom. Why can't you do it with roofies? That's not real. Right. It's real. That's not real. It's real. They 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 microdose themselves with the snake venom, so just in case That's, they get bit, they're not all right. I, I swear to God, it's like people who like work with snakes or like snake hunters or something. I don't know what their occupation is, but I have honestly heard that there are people out where there are a lot of snakes who will inject themselves with yeah tiny doses of it until they build up an immunity. So if they get bit, it's no. How does how does one get into a line of work like that? I have a lot of questions. Yeah, you gotta have a big dick and a big hat. You have to have your own snake. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. I wonder what the interview process of working with snakes would be like. Have you ever been bitten by a snake, Max? Yeah, I've been bitten by a lot of snakes. Do you microdose yeah, yeah. snake venom? <laughs> I've actually been microdosing for a few years now. They can bite me. And I don't even notice. Look at all my no look at effect. my arms. Look at how many marks I have. <laughs> it's not even heroin. No, I, it sounds ridiculous, but look it up. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's. It might not be, but I'm pretty sure it is. I think I you're lying. Watching, I was watching this thing where this girl stung herself with ten bees every single day. And she has to do that for like years because the like there was something in the bee sting helps with her Lyme disease. And there's like not a lot that you can do about Lyme disease, but she just fucking stings herself with bees every single day. Deathly Dude. allergic to bees, died day one. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that with the man of war jellyfish. You're just gonna start yeah. stinging yourself with the jellyfish? Yeah. I'm gonna microdose until they're useless, and then I can just go out anytime I go swimming. If I swim, I can just punch it, and don't, I don't have to worry about it. Exactly. You have some exactly. of the best ideas I've ever heard in my whole life. You know, it's the first time. Weirdly, that's the first time I've ever heard that. Weirdly, as soon as you write your book, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> no, that's coming out soon. Just need another ten years or so. <laughs> just another ten years or so. All right. So we all know a grown-ass adult that is obsessed with Disney. Like, show of hands, who knows a grown-ass adult that's obsessed with Disney? Max, you're not obsessed with Disney. You're not volunteering yourself as tribute. I'm not obsessed. No, no, I'm not saying... I, all right, well, then you're, like not the, you're not... The, okay, like I that. like Disney, too. I'm not, I'm not like Disney, like the cartoons and shit like that. I don't know, like, Disney makes Marvel. I really like Marvel movies. So, stuff like that. But I'm saying somebody that is obsessed with, like, Mickey Mouse and crew. 
like to the point where they do the college internship. That's all they talk about. You know, they make 16 posts on social media every single month. It's like, oh my God, I love my month at Disney. That was the best time of my entire <laughs> life. Oh, I grew yeah. up, I, I, I grew up as a, as a woman. Disney World. Yeah. I cannot I stand people like that. Like, seriously, you are a grown ass adult with a, a heroin addiction that is called Disney. <laughs> yeah. Like, you get off to putting on, like, the Daisy Duck costume. It's like, it gives me anxiety to think that adults' brains aren't developed enough to see how problematic, like, their lifestyles are. Like, growing up, my sister's friend, her family, decorated the inside of their entire house, every room in their house, with Disney. She had a Disney-themed wedding when she got married. See, and that's the shit I'm talking about. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's one thing to like Disney, like, sure, like, and the parks are fun, whatever. And like, I like the cartoons, they're nostalgic for me, whatever. But I don't watch them every single day. And I don't know every word to every single song. And if anyone ever proposes to me in fucking Disney World, I'm going to say no. Because Hear that, Raj? Grown ass yeah. decision. Oh, I've told him this. A, a new plan, Raj. Try Six Flags. <laughs> I see maybe Six Flags. But, like, if you're making a major-ass decision to spend the rest of your life with someone, if you're deciding to merge your bank accounts with another human being, that decision should not be made in a children's park. Based I'm on the sorry. Mickey Mouse Club. Exactly. I know it's a conversation that's been had, but how come Pluto can't talk? Goofy can. They're both dogs. And so how come Mickey owns Pluto as well? He's got, like, this mute guy that just he owns. Well, he makes him sleep outside. That's wild. We are abused him into submission his entire life, and now he can't speak because of the trauma. And he's getting a little sexy. <laughs> he's been microdosing him with snake venom his entire life. <laughs> I just, Max, we're all dumber for what you said about <laughs> why does he own him? Why does one man own another man, but one can't talk? Goofy can talk, but Pluto can't. It, like it, it really is kind of <laughs> fucked up if you think about it. Like that's pretty good. That's some traumatic shit right there. Like what? What person owns another person? Yeah, and just force them not to talk. He can talk. He just yeah. chooses yeah, not to. He can talk, but yeah, anytime he speaks out of turn, he gets. <laughs> you better stop that. <laughs> sometimes, before, sometimes before bed, I'll mess with Caitlin, and then I'll just start laughing like Goofy. <laughs> She'll be like, "What the fuck." Uh, that version of uh, what's that song called? It's that old like just the most classic punk rock song you think of, and Goofy sings it. Green Day, anything by Green Day. No, it's not Green the Day. Killers. I wish I could think. No, no, it's like that. It's like really, really mellow, and it's, it's that girl who's like, Evanescence. Yeah, that's the one. It's Evanescence. <laughs> it's, it's that, and the Goofy comes out. He's like, Don't wake up, wake me up inside. <laughs> That was a good goofy impression. <laughs> you, you both are great. We're all open. <laughs> I want Max's goofy voice with my goofy laugh. That's a perfect human being right there. It is. <laughs> yeah. We just need to wear a two-man goofy costume with and that, we'll take turns. With that power, we can get any sophomore in college that we want. Because <laughs> they're all obsessed with Disney. And then Disney Plus came out, and it's just like they reinvigorated the Disney thing. And now it's like... Oh my god, just because I watch Rapunzel every fucking day, now I gotta go work at Disney World the whole summer. Right. I know I know people who went for the Disney College internship and then just never fucking left. Like oh, their yeah. 
became Disney. And I'm like, you literally have a whole ass college degree in something that isn't Disney. And now you're working in a theme park as a cast member making minimum wage. I'm convinced that they're brainwashing people over there. No, they are. They absolutely Something I, I kind of want to experience the Disney program for like a day or two just to see what it's like. And I, I understand it would be fun. Like you're, you know, you're 20 something with a bunch of other 20 somethings. You probably like get drunk after the park. But it's the people that Jamie talked about that they're 20 years old. And then all of a sudden they're working as a cast member until they're 35 years old. That's a wasted <laughs> life. Yeah, because I have I have a friend who did she did the internship twice and she like absolutely loved it and made like really good memories, made some really good friends. And she then peaked. she graduated from the program and now she's a teacher, you know, <laughs> like she's living a great life. I feel like, I feel like it can be like a really good internship and a really good program. You just need to not get it. I don't know. You have to wear a special contact so the hypnotism doesn't work. It's just, exactly. You can't peek while you're at Disney. Cause your, your whole life is downhill after that. And you're all, that's right. all you're going to talk about is Disney, and then I'm going to be ripping you on my podcast about it. Unless. Exactly, and that's that's the real burn. That's the real burn. <laughs> Here at Almost Adequate, we do podcast. not endorse the Disney College program, all right? All right. So, in an effort to tell you guys that Disney sucks besides Marvel, um, I have a bunch of stories where Disney cast members expose their craziest stories about park visitors, and most of them are pretty rough. I kind of read through them a little bit. Um mm-hmm. I'm super excited. All right. So the first one, I was a Tinkle Tinkerbell performer for WDW. I don't know what WDW is. Uh, is that Walt Disney World? Yeah, Walt Disney that, World. Like Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah. Monday extreme wrestling. I was Tinkerbell <laughs> in extreme wrestling. All right. So this person was Tinkerbell uh, for about three years at Walt Disney World and can't count how many times uh, people asked what was under her dress and then tried to grope her. Um, they would, she said, I would always shame them to my attendant and their family and the people in line by loudly exclaiming, you want to know what's under my dress, <laughs> my dress? Well, there's pixie dust, of course, or this man is a pirate. He's trying to reach the pixie, <laughs> pixie dust that I keep under my dress. And then they'd walk away in shame like a creepy asshole. They should. I Jeez, feel like what are you so- doing sexually harassing people at exactly. Walt Disney World? Yeah. See, that's Go to Michigan people- Adventure. Over <laughs> yeah, that's what that's there for. <laughs> go to go to your state park. Don't go to the na- don't don't go don't go to the biggest like Disney treasure of the entire world and start groping people. All right. Yeah, you're pay- you're gonna get kicked out. You paid like two hundred and eighty bucks for your ticket. Keep and that within get state because you couldn't keep your hands off Tinkerbell. Keep keep that within state lines. All right. You want to go be all rapey? Go <laughs> yeah. be rapey in your own state. Don't go to Florida. Yeah, be smooth. Maybe Tinkerbell will agree to go out with you, but you don't open with a with an ass grab. No, I just feel like. She probably thinks she can't punch them in the face because she has to stay in character. But personally, if I were a real Disney princess, I would punch a motherfucker in the face. And I, th- I think that's pretty in character for Tinkerbell. I yeah, think she'd kick some ass. What's up, bitch? <laughs> yeah, what's up? Pulls out like a cigar. Let's go! <laughs> All right, so another person. Many years ago, I interned at Walt Disney World in Orlando. One night, I went out with a smoking hot girl that interned at Epcot. She lived in Walt Disney World corporate housing at Little Lake Bryan. After a night of dancing, I dropped her off at her place. I thought it was weird that I had to show my ID at a guardhouse, and I could only stay one hour since I was not residing there. Later on, I heard that Disney had tight security because they broke up a prostitution ring there a few years earlier. Holy shit. <laughs> I was literally just about to say, like, I we went down and visited one of my friends who's in the Disney College program. 
And we were like, oh, well, we'll just stay with you in your apartment. And she was like, no, you can't stay with me. And I was like, why the fuck not? You're a grown-ass adult. Why are they telling you who you can and cannot see? If they're working at Disney, they are not a grown-ass adult. Let's be absolutely 100. Sorry about your friend. Sounds like a nice lady, but they are not an adult. They are a child (laughs) trapped in a 21-year-old body. All right. The dumbest... (laughs) Sorry, Jamie. God damn. (laughs) I thought Jamie would have some sort of rebuttal. She's agreeing with me. But Jason was saying goodbye to me, so... Oh, bye, Raj. One. All hey right. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was nice, man. <laughs> Same time. <Bye. laughs> All right. The dumbest story I have is about a woman who exited the ride where I worked and discovered wet stuff coming from the sky. The woman came up to me and told me that she didn't like the wet stuff coming from the sky and that I should tell my boss to turn it off. At first, I laughed because I thought she was kidding, which only pissed her off more. Don't they know that this stuff ruins people's vacations, she said? We have no way of controlling the rain, ma'am. This is Florida, and we get quick storms like this in the summer, but it might go away after a while. What about the bubble? Apparently, she thought that all of Disney was under a big bubble, and we controlled the weather. I confirmed that there was no bubble. This was a real deal. She walked away insisting that something should be done about it. When are you guys going to install this fucking bubble? <laughs> they, already have, they already have the bubble, the, the NBA bubble. You guys hear about that? The weather bubble? No, no. Nope. So they can Truman show it so, all the way around the, the park. That's what I like. That's what I like. The Truman show. Good, good reference. <laughs> good name drop. No, but the NBA bubble, they have one in uh in at Walt Disney World right now, and uh, it's not like an actual bubble, but they're not allowing people besides NBA players to live there, and they're playing all their games there. And there's like 300 NBA players that just live at Walt Disney World now. They're probably doing the college internship program as we speak. <laughs> they're all yeah, cat- they're all the costumes for all we know six foot nine just tattoos yeah. up and down <laughs> acting like a cast member <laughs> i never realized Minnie mouse was nine feet tall <laughs> and her voice is so deep <laughs> you know i never realized how weird it is that it's called walt disney world since we grew up with it it seems so natural that's like me opening a park and calling it max cobb world <laughs> i like that. i like that all right but it, i mean if, if you changed cartoons forever that'd be fine that's true. It's like he's it's because he's built like a like a culture around his name. It's not just like a park with a bunch of stuff. Whereas like a Max Cobb world would just be a bunch of like Max Cobb merchandise. And Max Cobb world would be like the red light district. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the prostitutes will go. All right, I'm trying to think of what we could buy. <laughs> There'd be Max Cobb bobbleheads, T-shirts, mugs, hats, blow up dolls. Like a, a stuffed animal that says your catchphrase. What, what, what's Max? Yeah. Catch, what's Max's catchphrase? God damn! <laughs> that fat bitch, Monica. Oh, that's one hundred percent it. All right, I worked at Club Disney for a brief time. It was open. We had codes we used on the radio headsets that were coordinated with character names. For instance, code blue meant there was blood that needed to be cleaned up immediately. One day, I was taking a stroll around the club to check on things when I spot a small boy about two years old taking a massive dump right in the middle of the play area. He sees me, starts to cry, and runs away with no clothing on the lower half of his body. I get on the radio, and I can't think what to say, uh, as we hadn't discussed a code for human feces in the play area and a naked kid running around. So I just called, I have a code poo situation in the play area and piglets on the loose. (laughs) (laughs) You played that perfectly. (laughs) Yeah, do you know whose you know whose fault it is? Not the parent. The Disney internship program, because that's probably where the parent went. They don't care. It's Walt Disney World. Their kids can do what they want. This is magical. We're in a bubble. My kids won't misbehave. 
right. When I was working the front of a character line, I saw a Make-A-Wish complaint happen. The guy who was next in line shouted, I wish my kid was dying so we could skip lines too. <laughs> How disgusting, right? What, in <laughs> what ensued was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. The entire line of people who heard it began booing him, shouting at him to get out of the park. And then as a group, about 45 followed him around for an hour, complaining to his face until he couldn't take it anymore and left the park. Yeah. I wish my kid had cancer so I could skip lines. Nice wheelchair, loser. That poor family just wanting to like spend the last couple months with their son in peace, and some guys like you just you get to skip line. I want my child to die. Here he is, he has both his kids with both legs, and this kid's got one leg up. (laughs) (laughs) You already have two legged kids. Like, suck it up. You can wait in line. Your kid doesn't have to have cancer. You can fake it, guy. Don't make a fool out of yourself. Oh, my God. We had a guy nicknamed Smiley that liked to pleasure himself on the rides. See, that's why Disney World is a fucking problem. Sexual predators. I've said it before. I, I'll say it I had to legally change my name a few years ago. <laughs> so, it used to be Smiley McAdams. <laughs> we were told to look out for him and report it to the appropriate people if we saw him. I saw him once while on the tram, but thankfully not during the act. But legend has it he was finally caught after trying to pleasure a horse on main... Wait. Trying to pleasure a horse on Main Street. Wait. Mm. Legend has it. <laughs> yeah, but this story was about him pleasuring himself on the rides, and it looks like he was trying to jerk off a horse on Main Street. A real horse or like a carousel horse? <laughs> no, it was oh. a cast member. <laughs> <laughs> it was that stupid horse from Toy Story. <laughs> His name is Bullseye. <laughs> it was Bullseye. He got it right on the Bullseye. All right. <laughs> My sister's friend was kissed directly on the mouth by a gross adult man who took advantage of the fact that she couldn't break character. <laughs> I mean, that's not anything to laugh at. Like, that's really fucking terrible. But <laughs> oh, my right. God. Well, this, this is why I hate Disney. They can't break character, but if they're literally being sexually harassed and assaulted by a man's lips, they can't break character. Like, that's harboring just like this i it just lets people get assaulted in their parks if you push the man away the kids the magic will be gone for the kids jamie (laughs) yeah this is about the kids jamie (laughs) i can just imagine (laughs) those kids everybody all these weirdos doing in disney world just harassing the mascots for uh well they're pedophiles and they go there for the kids um and you know the college interns are you know their kids as well so, okay. They <laughs> know that. So, when we read that story, like, you immediately think of, like, I, I immediately thought of, like, a female uh, cast member, like, you know, like one of the princesses or, like, Tinkerbell or something like that. But, like, this guy, no, he's got a goofy affliction. <laughs> I wish you'd stop <laughs> kissing me like that. <laughs> or Eeyore. <laughs> All right. Okay. She was one of the princesses. She plays one of the princesses and, after collecting herself for a second, said that she didn't think her prince would appreciate it. What a bullshit response that you're just going to let this guy off because you can't break character. Yeah, that's not. That's I'm not pretty right. sure a fucking princess would punch a guy in the goddamn face if they kiss them. That's what we should be teaching the kids. If some right. guy comes uninvited and comes to kiss you, you punch that guy in the mouth. And yeah, you tell the kids so that these princesses don't take no shit. Gators yeah, bitches better be wearing jimmies. Gators bitches better be wearing like jimmies. <laughs> what was that, Jamie? Instead of someone is taking advantage of you and your body, you don't want small girls to see that. Girls already think that they have to give men whatever 
they want because of society. This is going to be my feminist rant for the day. Now, (laughs) now these like princesses that these girls look up to, like they see them getting assaulted and they think that they have to just be polite about it. Fuck that. I'm with Max. I don't want the magic to be gone. I don't want the magic to be gone. We, I, I, I literally thought that was Tinkerbell. All right. I worked in Frontierland at MK. Those, that's nonsense. No idea what that means. And there was this woman who randomly started dancing in front of Splash Mountain. Now, normally it wouldn't be an issue, but she was wearing a dress, nothing underneath, and started doing flips and flashing people. When some manager slash security tried to round her up, she started running and yelling how her BF was Peter Pan, and she was just waiting for him to take her back to Neverland. It was a fun day. Sounds like she might have been on something. A lot of something. Pixie dust. I used to work at the box (laughs) office. I once had a woman come up and ask for a ticket into Disneyland. She then placed a box on the counter while looking for her wallet. I don't know how she managed to get that box past security. I see a picture on it, and then I see dates and realize that they are ashes of assuming I'm a little girl. Uh, I had to keep her at my window while I waited for security. It broke my heart, but a lot of people like to dump ashes on the rides, and it literally just gets vacuum up at the end of the night. Hmm. Was that like following your kid's wishes? Like your kid's like, when I go, will you put my ashes on Splash Mountain? And then so they just do that. But imagine being on a ride like behind this lady and she's like, be free, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, You just take a mouthful of Jessica on the way down. That's traumatizing. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you feed her? Don't. Yeah. What are you? What? Yeah, don't bring ashes of any kind to any amusement park. How about let's just make that a, a an unspoken rule since it already was. All right. Most people who worked at uh, Walt Disney World in the early 2000s heard of or met Towel Baby. Several times a week, a couple with annual passes came to the Magic Kingdom with what appeared to be a swaddled infant. However, if you looked closely, the woman was carrying a rolled up towel wrapped in a hospital newborn blanket. The man was always very gentle, leading his wife through security and into the park. I'm not certain if they went on rides, but I know for sure that they always asked for a table for three at restaurants. The story slash legend was that the couple had lost an infant in years prior, and the woman fell into a deep depression and became delusional. The only thing that kept her somewhat functional was fussing over this towel and coming to the Magic Kingdom. That's so that's, sad. That's twisted. Yeah, I don't... I, I, don't, I want to go back to the other funny ones. Yeah, that ain't right. Yeah. But that also, seems unhealthy. I mean, it's like, you know, do whatever helps, but like that, it's, it can't be productive. Who is that helping? Right. Nobody. Yeah, nobody. That's, I was going to say, that doesn't seem like there'd be any benefits to doing that. Like you, you probably pan for an extra ticket for your towel. Right. Instead of spending money on Disney World tickets, they probably should have spent it on like deep therapy for her. <laughs> yeah. Go make another baby. That'll replace the first one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Easy. If they don't have a personality yet, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Until they're like two or three, they're super... They're all the fucking same. All right. Yeah. (laughs) As a Space Mountain cast member at Walt Disney World, we would all rotate positions every 45 minutes. I was at load where people would start the ride, and this guy was very nervous in line, arguing with his friends in another language. He got on the rocket, even though he seemed nervous, and before I sent him off, I made sure he wanted to go. He nodded and continued into light speed, 27 miles per hour, by the way. After a few minutes, the ride was emer- was emergency stopped, and a code that was familiar but I couldn't recognize was called over the inter- intercom. 
I saw my supervisor sprinting downstairs to the doors of the ride. He had gotten off the ride. He had just decided to get off. The creepy part of this story is that we were all searched the building for him for about an hour. Uh, so this man got off the ride, went down about 200 steps, and somehow found the exit never to be seen again. How did he get out? I don't know. I, I imagine it's like, I don't know the specific ride, but like, you know, when you're like, like up a roller coaster, there's like stairs yeah. on either side. I could very easily get out and hop onto some stairs, but people would see How do you get me. out though? Like your, your bar is locked down. I just, I don't know how you escape the, the cart. You just got to be, you got to oil up before you get on the ride. Yeah. Just got to butter up a little bit. I always keep, I always no. keep an emergency bar of, uh, our emergency thing of butter in my back pocket yeah, just in I just case. I have stick to stick a margarine. And just in case I have to squeeze out of someplace really fast. <laughs> Understandably. I, I remember my dad took me on one of the roller coasters. It's the big wooden one at Michigan Adventures. What? Shivering Timbers? Shiver me timbers. My dad took me on that one time and he hates roller coasters. And like, it was like, like up the thing. I was like, dad, I want to get off. And I remember like specifically trying to get out of this seat. It might be kind of sadistic of me, but I think nothing is funnier than when I'm on a ride and I see somebody else on a ride and they're having a terrible like, time. Like I gotta get off, I gotta get off. And then the more they realize they can't get off, they're like, I gotta get out. And they start like rattling the thing, trying to get out. That's one of my favorite things. My, uh, <laughs> I, I have, I have an uncle that's scared of heights, and we went to Michigan Adventures one time with them. And he didn't like the roller coaster, so we decided not to do those. But he said that he wanted to do like the pirate ship that would go like back and forth. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it, like swing. Yeah. So we had him sit at the very tip of one of them, and then every single time it would get to the very top, you'd hear, ah! <laughs> and then it would go back down, and then it, <laughs> it would go up the other way. And he wasn't, he wasn't scared while it was moving, but as soon as it got to the top and it kind of stalled for a second, ah! <laughs> and he's like this big-ass guy. <laughs> like he's this big man. <laughs> I love that. All right. I work at Walt Disney World as a cast member. The worst was one night during the fireworks exit. We had a bunch of 20-year-olds being dumb asses on the resort platform. They started punching each other in the arms, being the usual pricks to each other. One of them ended up missing his friend and cold clocking a 12-year-old girl. The 12-year-old girl's dad had to be 6'4 and 320 pounds and built. I mean, really built. It took four security guards and two Orange County deputies to pull the guy off the bloody pulp that remained of the kid. His friend ended up jumping into the bushes to get away from one seriously angry father. So, yeah. oh my God, this Paul, punched my 12 year old in the face. This almost happened to me one time. Seriously, this actually like to me, this almost happened to me one time. I was at the Great Wolf Lodge and we were playing water basketball. And this little girl was like swimming with floaties, like in the middle of the water basketball court. And like, I'm like, you know, running under like in the water and swimming fast, trying to catch this ball so I can make a layup. And I accidentally hit this girl. Like I just ran into her and the guy came over and he's like, what are you doing? You need to watch out for my daughter. And you know, here I am. I'm like. I'm six foot two, you know, 180 pounds soaking wet, probably. But, um, Quite soaking wet. seriously. So I think I was maybe, <laughs> I think I was 15 at the time, probably too, too old to be in the, in the water playing water basketball. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping maybe you were but like a at kid. the same time, like I wasn't the only kid my age in there. We were all playing. And this guy let his little girl just swim into a basketball court. If I'm playing real basketball and a little kid walks on the court and I kick them in the face on accident, I'm not going to apologize. Get them off the court. Yeah, pay attention to your kids. I don't understand when parents let their kids do stupid things or, like, tell them to do stupid things and then get mad when something bad happens. It's like, yeah. don't be mad at the people playing water basketball because you're a shitty parent. Like, yeah, what? Yeah, like, there's other people at this park, too. Just watch your kid. Well, this also... 
almost happened to me. I was at the, I used to skateboard when I was a kid a lot and I was at the skate park and all of a sudden, like, I don't know what this lady was do, like was thinking. She, it looked like she ran a small daycare. There was like three or four kids of different ethnicities and, um, either that or she got like 13 baby daddies. I don't know the full story. So I was thinking <laughs> it was a daycare. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. So she lets her kids just like run rampant on the skate park and there's like skateboards flying everywhere. We're like jumping stairs, like onto boxes. And one of my buddies accidentally jumps onto a box and there's a kid laying there like on the box and he didn't even see her. So he like almost hits it. He has to ditch the ditch the board. He like seriously almost lands on this kid. And the lady comes out like screaming. I'm like, dude, this is a skate park. There's a, you know, I, I see a playground like from here. I see it. Like, have, why are they playing in the <laughs> yeah. skate park? Yeah, that's on you at that point. That's so stupid. Like, if, especially like if you see a child laying down, like get your Get your fucking kids. Get I don't know why your- people get so mad. I feel like I'd laugh my ass off if I saw my kid just get Almost laid out die. somewhere. <laughs> Teach you right, Billy. You're yeah. never going to get into the college. In- you're never going to get into the Disney intern- internship program with that attitude. <laughs> All right. When I worked at Wilderness Lodge, we had a guest that was visiting the Fort Wilderness campgrounds. He stripped down to his red boxer shorts outside of one of the restaurant windows and then proceeded to run through the campground from security. Somehow he found a backpack leaf blower and put it on and continued to escape security. They they finally found him passed out in a utility shed, all curled up to that leaf blower, wearing nothing but his boxers and covered in scratches from the woods. What? What, see what were you trying to accomplish? Although it would be fun seeing this kid go and like turn a corner, and then when he comes back around the other side, he's got a leaf blower. I think you're trying to like shoot people with it. Ah! <laughs> Why is my flamethrower working? <laughs> Dude, that episode of SpongeBob SquarePants made me want to play with a leaf blower so bad, but that's not how they work. I have you ever seen those videos of people in like computer chairs with leaf blowers? And they'll turn it on, and they'll just be spinning so fast. <laughs> no, I haven't seen those. My brother's friend, when we were kids, made a hoverboard out of a leaf blower. I don't know how he did it, but it worked. They would hover like three feet above the ground, and it was just a leaf blower. And what does he work at Tesla now? What the hell? I know. He act. He does own his like own like car. I own a car too. <laughs> he does own his own car company. It's called Ferrari. You ever heard of it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I yeah, probably bought something stupid like Kia. I worked as a cast. Yeah, has those like those hamster commercials? Yeah, the Kia with Soul. With the yeah, with the giant humanoid. No, no, was it the Kia Soul? Like hoodies. I think so. Yeah, I think so. All right. They've all got bling. I worked as a cast member in Magic Kingdom, Stands East, Tomorrowland, and Fantasyland. Uh, whenever taking a break backstage, I would get an earful from the face characters, most notably Bert from Mary Poppins making out with Aladdin and scheduling sex later that day. I've also chatted up Minnie Mouse, uh, who told me she has been peed on, thrown up on, kicked, bitten, hit, and stabbed by kids over the course of eight years as a fur character. Hey, here's what you do. Just don't do that anymore. Find a better job. Go somewhere else. Stabbed with what? I don't know. Probably like some. Did a kid run up to you and like stick you with a shiv? <laughs> Shank you? I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> of like maybe they got a lollipop and they sucked it down to a point. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Minnie, up yours. All right. My sister had a job in a store at Walt Disney World throughout college. Uh, she said one time in a gift store, a parent asked her if, uh, if their son would cancer could meet Darth Vader. After my sister told them that her store does not have a Darth Vader costume or even Star Wars memorabilia, they freaked out and asked for her manager. After about an hour of waiting, the child is greeted by my sister in a Darth Vader costume that came from across the park in a Star Wars section. 
Once greeted, the parents told the child, I knew we wouldn't have to walk to the other side of the park. I love cancer. Mm. All right. What, all right. Poll. What's worse? The parents that says, I love cancer because we don't have to walk to the other side of the park or the guy that yelled at the people move, cutting line because they were make a wish. I'm going to say the, the, the former saying I love cancer since gonna, you didn't have to walk to the side of the park. That's pretty evil. Your kid's right there. One guy was a prick, but this guy is actively rooting for his kid to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're rooting for the cancer. The other guy was just being an ass. Right. I was a safari Whoa. driver at the Kilimanjaro Safari Attraction in Animal Kingdom. We had this elephant named Willie. Great name for an elephant. Willie was an <laughs> exhibitionist. I, w- I was driving a safari one day, spewing out facts about elephants, when I hear a tiny voice in the back of the truck yell, Mom, he has five legs. I turn, and surely enough, there's Willie standing with his five-foot-long dick just swaying in the Florida breeze. I had to turn my mic off. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Dude. That's beautiful. Either you guys ever play uh, Elephant the Elephant? Yeah. Hard pass. It's a little, it's a little toy elephant. And he, he like, his trunk was like a, like a blower. It was like a leaf blower, and he blew all these little peanuts into the, into the air, and you had to catch them with like a net. I'm Elephant the Elephant. You don't remember those commercials? <laughs> no. I remember the, uh, the, the. I feel like the game I remember most from the commercials was that little uh, board game where you had to shoot uh, <laughs> grasshoppers into the guy's pants. You guys remember that? It was like the little like the push down toys that would like if you push yeah, them down it would you fly. Like launch them. Yeah, <laughs> and I know what you're talking about. You would, but shoot, I don't know you would shoot it called. into people's trousers. Like I like <laughs> seriously, like it was like a little game and it had just a pair of trousers like overalls and you try to shoot them into it. <laughs> All right, I remember. that's hilarious. I, I was working in the kitchen at Cinderella's castle when this family of four came in for their dinner. About halfway through the dinner, the husband politely stands up and taps his glass for attention. He announces that his wife of 15 years has been cheating on him for over a year. The entire place stood still in shock. He motioned for his kids, paid the waitress, and left his wife crying at the table. What a great that way to... All right. Cool. That's like super petty. You, you find out your wife's cheating on you, obviously, before you go to Walt Disney World. You get tickets. You're like, oh, this is going to be the best vacation ever. First restaurant you guys go to, immediately, like, you've been cheating on me. Take the kids and run. I'm all for making them feel right. bad and humiliating them, but that's like, he planned that out. Oh, that's that's did. that's first degree. He probably planned out the whole fucking family vacation and did that. And I saw a lot of money to spend just to make it hurt a little more. I was watching this video and this girl who's a stripper said that one time she was stripping and this guy came in with his girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> and they like went to get a private dance and they were just the guy and the girlfriend were just like making out and the strippers like they weren't even paying attention to me. And then they left. They got in the car together, left. The strippers like, whatever, didn't think of it. And then one day she was on the pole, you know, doing her thing. And um, this lady came in and, like, showed them, like, showed a picture of the stripper. Oh, the couple and the stripper took a picture together as, like, a memory. This lady comes storming in and, like, showed her boss this picture and was like, I need to find this girl. And they, her boss, like, pulled her off the stage. And the lady was, she was expecting to get yelled at, like, you know, whatever. And then the lady was like, I found this is the day that my husband cheated on me and you were the stripper that they were with. I'm having a party for him to announce that I'm divorcing him and I was wondering if you would work it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that. I love that. There was... Well, you know what you gotta do? 
you find out somebody's cheating on you, you go skydiving with them. And when you're both sitting at the edge of the plane about to jump out, you just lean in. I know what you've been doing. And then push them. <laughs> no, no. The whole way down, no they'll shoot. be scared for their life. <laughs> no shoot. You, you swap their shoot with a different backpack with like a mini fridge in it. <laughs> yeah, one of those fold-up ones. Um, there was a story like a, a, a year or two ago, um, and I think we talked about it, but it was this guy, like this this photographer said, hey, I'm doing a story on like, it was like Young Love or something like that. Would you mind if I took you, your picture while you guys are eating in this restaurant and you, you'll be on the newspaper? Sure, that's fine. So the photographer gets a call and there it's this lady and she's like, um, yeah, that guy that you took a picture with, like dating that girl. Yeah, that's my boyfriend and that's not me. <laughs> And like, that's how he was found out he was cheating. But how big of an idiot do you have to be? Like, all right, I've never once cheated before, but if I ever did, I'd be damn good at it. Like, I'm not taking, I'm not not going to a restaurant. We're not going to sporting events. I know those fucking mega, mega screens. Like, there's no way that I'd ever take a side hoe to uh, a sporting event or like a restaurant. Like, what if somebody sees you? Yeah, never. And they're all taking pictures together and stuff. You're just, you're leaving paper trails. Like cheaters are idiots. This is we're too smart to cheat. <laughs> like, that that's right. fair. That that's what it is. You like, gotta be dumb to cheat. That that's fair. But I mean, I feel like if I was cheating, like Caitlin would never know, and that's like so scary for her. <laughs> that's I've I've told her that before. Like that's so scary for you because I'm such a good liar, and you would never know if I'm planning something <laughs> shitty. As someone who loves Caitlin. <laughs> Don't fucking cheat on her. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cheat on Caitlyn. But I'm just saying, if I did, she would never know. <laughs> until <laughs> until I wanted her to know. Right. <laughs> what you got there, Max? Candy. The application for the Disney College Program. This has been almost <laughs> adequate with Nathan Bauer, Max Cobb, and Jamie Smith. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Almost Adequate Podcast with hosts Jamie Smet. Some idiot was trying to make mac and cheese in the microwave at 7 in the goddamn morning. Max Cobb. Without getting any sour powder up my dick hole. And Nathan Bauer. And this is me getting plowed. Make sure you check out Adequate Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for more great content.